0: Uh Fitz is is distracted. He's looking at that plane flying over there. He's an airplane (laughs) flying. (laughs) Plane?
1: Were you saying something? (laughs) Welcome to the RC Roundtable Podcast, where we discuss the latest RC hobby news, events, model reviews, and a whole lot more.
0: Hey guys, this is Lee with the RC Roundtable Podcast. The following episode was recorded live on the main stage at AMA Expo West in Pomona, California. Fitz and I get to chat with Matt Ruddick, who is the technical communications lead for the AMA and also the host of the AMA podcast. We had a chance to sit down with Matt to talk about who we are, how we met, how the RC Roundtable podcast got started, and a lot more. Sadly, Terry could not make the show because at the time we were recording, he was still on a plane in the air on his way to California. Enjoy the show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is the RC Roundtable podcast crew. Take it away, Matt.
2: (laughs) Well, hello, everybody. Thanks for coming to our little talk. Um, uh, We've got uh, Lee Ray Fitzwalker here from the RC Roundtable. Please give them a round of applause. Thank you. Good to be here. Uh, thank you guys for coming out to AMA Expo.
0: Thank you for inviting us. Yeah, this is our second this year. I don't think. I'm, Am I not working? Am I not two o'clock? Oh, there go. <laughs> can you hear me now? <laughs> <laughs> there we go.
2: Um, so, I see we have one empty chair. We are
0: sad. Oh. One of our, well, it's, it's a, if you ever see, see our logo, it's a round table. There's a reason why it's round. There's three of us. Yeah. It works out really well. And our buddy Terry Dunn is currently on a flight. He's in the air from Phoenix to here. Hey, you know what? He's in here. That's half the battle. There you go. It is. I don't know if you heard about my little flight no. episode yesterday. No. I, uh, I left Houston at 7 a.m. in the morning. I didn't get here until, what time was it? Uh, 10 o'clock? took me all day to get here because wow. three, of my cl- three of my flights canceled.
2: But I'm glad to be here. Well, we're glad to have you, and uh, we really hope everybody uh, enjoys our little talk today. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, your guys' podcast and, and how that got started and what your guys' goals are for that. But before we do that, I want to talk to you guys a little bit about your history in model aviation and, and get a little bit of a background on... Um, how you got started in the hobby, what, uh, what are the things you like about the hobby, what uh, things you like to fly, that sort of thing. So, uh, Lee, we'll start with you. Um, what's what's kind of your origin story for model aviation?
0: My dad. My dad got me into yeah. this hobby. I like to, I like to brag in that my father and I, when we signed up to be on the MA, we both have five-digit numbers, and wow. we're one off from each other. So uh, he got me started in the hobby. We learned to fly gliders. It's you know It's a passion of mine. I'm glad he taught me to do gliders first. But he, he began doing U-Control in college. Oh, wow. And so that's how he got into the hobby. And then we started doing gliders and powered and then crazy stuff. Unfortunately, he passed away about 20 years ago, but I have kept up with the hobby. I really enjoy it. I met two great buddies of mine at some flying events in, in Houston. And I'm very blessed to have two sons that are also in the hobby. Oh, one of them more cool. so, I think he's the one who will be getting all my, my stuff, my hobby shop. So it's, it's a great family tradition. I'd like to say I hope my, uh, my, my kids carry it on. In fact, you know, what's kind of also special is I have planes that my dad had right. that I rebuilt, that I let them fly now, so it's, it's, a, it's a very good passion.
2: And what's really cool about that, I mean, that's, that's a very universal story that we see a lot in this hobby you know, where guys, they've picked up the hobby from their from their father, from their grandfather, and things get passed down along the way, and it's it's really cool that you've got that kind I'm, of experience. I'm
0: very grateful I got in this hobby because yeah. it is it is so much fun. You meet so many great people. There are so many incredible vendors out there that have, I mean, I, I if I talk about, like, the percentage of the hobby that I'm involved in, yeah. it's probably 10%. Right. And right. there's so much more out there. So if you're not into Powered, you know, planes, then you'll fly gliders. If you're not into gliders, you'll fly helicopters. And if you fly anything else, you'll, you're
2: Fitz. <laughs> <laughs> well, Fitz, let's, let's uh, hear about your origin story in model aviation. Well,
1: when I was a kid, I was bit by a radioactive aircraft.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I am so glad that you went there, just because whenever I say, "Let's hear your origin story," it's like, "Boy, it does feel like a comic book movie <laughs> yeah, at that it does, point." Yeah, does it? <laughs> I appreciate that. I,
1: I had to have my own trials and uh, become <laughs> really get to know myself and yeah. my powers. <laughs>
2: uh,
1: but a lot like Lee, I had a family member that was uh, had been into the RC uh, Actually, control line. I started with control line models. And I'd really, uh, that's kind of the first impetus of really my getting into the radio control hobby was playing with the Cox 049 engines and uh, and the control line planes. And uh, I naturally just progressed into radio control. I did, uh, uh, since due to lack of money as a kid, I started with RC cars. And I did a lot with RC cars. And then I just, I always wanted airplanes. And when I got a job at a hobby store, I finally had Income and a discount, and so
2: <laughs> <laughs> I assume you found that your paycheck kept getting smaller and smaller because you kept spinning it back in the store. Yes, the,
1: the owner <laughs> of paycheck. the hobby store. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, it was a hobby. Well, this, get this: the, the owner of the hobby store. We ended up becoming really good friends, and so what he would do is says, "Hey, just whatever you want, just just take it, and we'll tally up at the end of the week, or whatever. I'll just I'll give you a discount, take it out of the paycheck." And that's how I ended up with negative paychecks on several weeks.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I think there's a lot of people can relate to that. Um, So, you know, in those early years, uh, you know, you had that kind of history with uh, Control Line. When you first started getting into model aircraft, is that where you kind of started with was was Control Line as well? Uh,
1: Well, I actually started with plastic models. Oh, okay. Plastic models probably predates uh, the Control Line and RC stuff. And the control line, I didn't do a whole lot of it. We'd do, we'd do it together. We'd go to the f- uh, field and, and um, just play around with the control line stuff. Yep. Uh, but eventually, um, we, the family, we had some issues with divorces and that kind of sure. stuff. So I was kind of off on my own for a little while. And I did a lot of rubber band-powered Gillows kit kind of things. I did a lot of those. I discovered those pretty early on, uh, probably around middle school-ish yep. time or just before middle school. And I had a lot of fun. They flew terrible. I was not any good. I didn't use dope. I just put the tissue on, and they kind of barely flew. But I had a lot of fun building these stick-and-tissue aircraft, yeah. and I, I couldn't get enough of them. I just, all my uh, allowance money went to that kind of stuff. <laughs> uh, and it was really when I got into high school that I was able to graduate on to radio-controlled aircraft. Uh, that I bought, one I bought at what was known as the Ram Show. I, I grew up in the Northeast. Yep. Yep. And I bought, there was a model airplane with an engine, an old NU 09 engine. It was already built for $50, which is probably all the money I brought at the time. I was right. just a teenager. And uh, that I, after that, I saved the money. I bought a radio. There's a gentleman in the back that has the same radio I bought <laughs> yeah. 40, 30 years ago. Brian Curry. <laughs> <laughs> Brian <laughs> Curry back there with a huge radio collection. Yeah. That is amazing.
0: Uh, we both every
2: Every year he brings that collection, and that is the coolest thing I see at this show. Every single year, I just sit there and just drool over it's some of those radios. Collection. It's like, God, there's so much history just, yes. just in a small section of that. You see stuff from the 30s,
1: the yeah. 1930s with an antenna that you can really reach out and touch somebody with. Exactly. <laughs> and, and the best part is
0: that a lot of the radios he gets, he just they're donated. Yeah. You know, and and sadly, I'm sure there are radios I wish I had kept, but I got rid of. I mean, I may have dropped them off at the hobby store, like you know, people are dropping them off to him.
1: Yeah. yeah so like, like Lee, once I started his hobby, I, there was no turning back i 've taken breaks every once in a while you know, for college and whatnot, but I could never put it down it 's been my passion, and I just have a lot of fun doing it it's
2: what, lee what about you what about what are some of those early uh, early aircraft that you were flying well i 'm
0: blessed in that there is an era of vintage two meter gliders that were very popular, like the Airtronics Aquila Mm -hmm. and the Olympic, the original Olympic, the 99 inch Olympic and the sail air. So my father had those planes, we got to fly those. So those gliders were great for me. And I always tell people when I'm interviewed is that I I wish I could thank my dad dad today who got me started in the hobby because he never let me fly a powered aircraft until I could learn to hand launch a glider, do a turn and land and spot land because it's a dead stick. Wow. And I, and I think when I had my first real dead stick in yeah. a cadet, it was a, a forty size cadet, you know, the red and black one. You know, I didn't I didn't even think about it. It was just like the engines off, and I just flew it like a glider to land. So I just I wish we had more focus with some people. Like that is a great methodology of learning to fly model airplanes. Yeah. Fly a glider, you know, fly the plane, or in, my, in which case my dad would always say, fly the wing. Right. And and then you'd be become a greater pilot.
2: It, it's really interesting. I'm, there's a, uh, uh, over the summer at the Nationals uh, back in Muncie, uh, I got to hang out a lot uh, with the League of Silent Flight and the the, the, uh, the sailplane nats cool. and, and that sort of thing. And one of the things that they talk, kind of talked to me to do, is was like, you should, you should try to, you know, get your, your level one. And I was like, hey, I've flown a little bit of sailplane, but not a lot. And I was like, sure, it doesn't look like it, it can't be that difficult. Well, funny story. (laughs) 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 Sit there and I I hand launched this thing, and I was like, "Okay, I can't be that difficult to spot land. Surely not." Anyway, it could spot land. <laughs> just well, picking the right piece. spot. <laughs> I mean, I said, worst case scenario, I'll just bring it in and just dive it. Oh, man, I tore that airplane to pieces. Yeah, but and did you spot land it? No, I completely <laughs> I failed. failed. <laughs> completely failed. I was either like 50 yards away or I was just completely crashed. So, it so does it nice count sport. if
1: you bullseye but destroy your plane?
2: And that's a really good question, and I don't know the answer to it. <laughs> maybe
0: the last flight. <laughs> yes. maybe, the, maybe the last flight you can do it. Maybe but, maybe that's something they do. But I
2: have I have uh, told I told them, and I've told myself next year at the uh, at the uh, sailplane gliding nats, I said I'm I'm gonna do it. I'm I'm gonna get that level one. Um, so uh, tell me a little bit about how you guys met, because obviously. There was, had to be some, something that brought, not just YouTube, but even Terry as well, brought you guys together. Tell me a little bit about that story. It was one event.
1: Best. Oh, the Best Electric in
0: now, South it, Texas. Yeah, right. Best Electrics in South Texas and in New, in New Waverly, Texas. Okay. It's an all-electric event. I've been going on, and actually, we just had it a couple weeks ago. I, that was my 16th year in a row, but I think we met at, you know, the seventh or eighth year. And it's a lot of fun. I remember too. The thing I remember about Terry was he had that like ZZ Top flying car. Oh, yes. That yeah. So he made this foamy car that would fly. And that was really cool. But that's how fly. I remember Terry. It was way over one-to-one ratio. Yeah, technically it flew. <laughs> uh, kind of like the way the Wright brothers technically was, flew.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> this was a case of, I think, lots of power and yeah minor aerodynamics. <laughs> it, it looks
0: great in photos. And, and I think that's, I mean, it's funny. I think you should ask each of us this question yeah. and ask it separately, <laughs> and in, like in a closed room to see how the story, because the story will be similar, but probably different at the same sure. time. But my, my, my recollection was I, I met Terry at best. He was flying that car. I was take, taking photos. And and we haven't really talked about what we do, but I'm, I'm a professional photographer. Mm-hmm. So that's, that was something I did a lot of. I still flew, but I loved document. I liked to take action shots. This is before I got into video, I was all still photography. And then when Terry saw some of my photos that I put on our, our RC groups thread, he said, hey, I'm, I'm doing a review because that's something he does. Right. He said, I need photos of this new airplane. And I, I photographed that. And then I think you had brought a plane to Best and I was taking pictures of it, of it as well. And, I don't know. We just kind of mingled together. I mean, I, I don't think there was this one particular day, yeah. but I think we always kept following yeah, up. Yeah, we kept
1: running into each other. Because hey, you're, both, you're
2: both from Texas, right? All three of us. All three of us. We're,
0: were there, and Tec- Terry went from out of Clear Lake to Lubbock, and now he's in oh. Buffalo, New York. Yeah,
1: Terry and I were at the same club. We okay. flew at the same club. Which, which club was that? This is the, uh, the Johnson Space Center Rail Control Club.
2: I mean, that, that sounds like a pretty prestigious <laughs> Any Anytime is cool. you can put Johnson Space Center in the, in the, I, of the club. I can only
0: tell you what it's, what it's like to be as a guest to show up there and be in awe where there's a Saturn V like, right next to you, you know, and, there's, and you know there's security
2: around and you get to fly. But they're yes. like, this is probably I mean, no big deal to them. The yes. back of my iPad has a and NASA, a NASA <laughs> Meatball right there because I'm such a space nerd. You'll well, it, so. appreciate the, this. At what?
1: one point, we had an astronaut that was a member of the club as well. Really? Yeah, wow. some years ago, yeah. Who was and the astronaut who came to visit us the other day? I don't remember. I can't um, remember. Sorry. I, I think you name. may have left too. But yeah. it's
0: neat because you actually have to go through security. You have to like register to go to an event. So it was kind of nice to like hand over your driver's license and then they let you into NASA and then you go fly and you have yeah. a good time. Yeah, the
1: club has a long history. It's been there since the Apollo era, and they actually tested some of the prototype designs, like for the space shuttle. They they tested is that, models out that where out they did like
2: the, the Kiker tests and? and yeah, what? yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: okay. yeah. kiker, very good. Yeah. Yes. Um, Kiker and um, there was another gentleman, he passed away recently, and, uh, uh, um, oh, he's going to kill me, I forgot his name. Yeah, and if, uh, you ha- if you hadn't have brought it up, I could have told you. <laughs> uh, um, I knew him, he was a real nice guy, and he had some space shuttle prototype stuff, and I believe one of the, the, his models is now in the AMA Museum, it was we, recently donated.
2: Yeah, so um, I know that we've got the, the actual the models that Kiker flew yes. uh, for the piggyback, um, it's actually on loan some uh, at, uh, space Houston, at, space, at Space Center Houston. Was at
1: Space Center Houston? Is a display? And they have a video uh, there. But Very I think nice. they
2: did just get some uh, something else in not that long ago. That may be. What yes, it
1: was about. a prototype space shuttle booster uh, before the space shuttle was. With the, as we know it today, they experimented with different types of boosters. At one point, they were talking about a flyback booster that would, would fly back like an airplane, yeah. that kind of stuff. And so um, this one, I had a weird name. It was like, uh, uh, I forgot what the name was. It was, a really goofy name. And it had 24 SD's rocket motors in it.
2: No, I do know what you're talking about now. I, I, was, uh, I was actually there when they brought that in because I remember the 24 rockets in the <laughs> yes. back. of And I said... <laughs> Just, you just look at it it's mesmerizing <laughs> it is
1: and amazingly there's a picture of it taking off and i think they had 22 out of 24 that fired yeah. at the time and it's just a just to see a sea <laughs> <of> smoke <So laughs> very quick smoke. <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> those guys are crazy in so yes it's a, it's a great club uh it's it's not very big it's uh, but because it's, it's, it's nature, it's kind of on site. But it's open to the public if you become a member. Low dues, great facilities as far as the long paved runway. Yeah. Really nice guys, interesting stuff. Um, Very cool. Uh, it's a great club. And so Terry and I, being that we worked out at the Space Center, we've crossed paths quite a few times yeah. out there. And then, uh, then, of course, we passed crap paths with Lee, and that's sort of, we just sort of, Melded, I guess we all get along enough that we yeah. just kind of gravitated towards each I'm other. I'm sure
0: Terry was the one who said, Hey, this is my friend Fitz. Yeah, because <laughs> <Yeah>, <laughs> I said, Hey, let's tent <laughs> together and hey, let's, yeah. <laughs> let's share I just, tools. <laughs> I knew
1: Terry pretty well, and you knew Terry pretty well, and then I knew you from
0: I Terry. Think I just I think. knew Terry maybe a year longer than you have, and that's
1: it. Uh, but okay. it's been a
0: long time, it's been over 10 years.
2: Well, tell me about the, uh, your club experience, you know, both growing up, where you're at now, and, that, and all that sort of thing. Wow.
0: Times are different, and yeah. I mean, I, and I don't know, I mean, times are different too. Did you have a club when you were a kid? Um, there were clubs around, but I was a rogue flyer. <laughs> I wouldn't <laughs> call myself rogue. This is a good topic for discussion. <laughs> we probably should bring this up. But, uh, yes, I, there was one, the Brown and Root Rogues. I was a Brown and Root Rogue. There was this large facility off of Beltway 8, and... There was a huge field there. But, I mean, back then, there were a lot of fields everywhere. Right, we didn't have to right. no worry. So That's what schools I, are for, right? I, my <laughs> father and I flew gliders out in, in Katy. No one was there. There was never an issue. It was field. So we'd fly out there. Then, when the county purchased Bush Park, mm-hmm. uh, which is in West Houston, the, they have uh, Scoby Airfield. Now, I'm not sure if it was uh, – the field was something else before Scoby passed away in the Challenger incident. Um, but we used to fly out there, gliders. Again, everybody did. There's yeah. no worry. But then it became Scoby Field, and it's now Bayou City Flyers. was never a member of the club, but the nice thing, is because it was a Harris County property, you didn't have to be a club member. You had to be an AMA member or a Hamsey okay. member, which I thought was very nice. And I'll tell you, what was convenient was a lot of people wouldn't mind joining a club, but I wasn't very close to it, especially when I left home. So it was nice to just have that membership card and and attend. Uh, my club right now is Northwest RC, and we're it's Katy, but it's actually in Waller, and it's a grass field. It's beautiful. I like you know helping them out. We have some great events there. But for that longest time, I don't, I'm not going to count myself a rogue. I, I was just a pilot. I was a model aviation yeah. pilot. I, I don't think you know we had those worries. But I digress. That's another. That's a story for another time, because <laughs> then we're going to get into some issues about rules and regulations. <laughs>
2: Um. So, uh, you guys all hooked up. You guys, you know, became friends, got to know each other. At some point, you, you, you somebody had to come up with the idea that said, "This is this is
0: perfect." I like how we're sitting because I was going to actually demonstrate how it was working. Harry, I'm driving my truck to the swap meet, and Fitz is sitting next to me. And I said, "Hey, you want to hear a podcast?" And he goes, "What's a podcast?" And I put up a, a couple of podcasts where they're and He's like. I don't get it. (laughs) I was like, well, no, it's just people having fun talking to each other. And we had talked about it at the swap meet with Terry because we were all joining, uh, where was it? Uh, Weatherford. Weatherford swap meet, Uh, yeah, just outside
1: of Fort Worth, Texas.
0: And we had heard these other podcasts. I'm not going to name names because some were great and some were questionable. And we just said, you know, we love talking to each other. We like having projects. And... Again, it's one of these full circles where each of us helps each other out. I've been doing a lot of photo work for Terry for Model Aviation. And so we got to know things that were coming out. And we could do a new product type mm-hmm. show. And, again, I think we just had so much fun at Best. It's like, why can't we can't record that? So we're driving in the car. And we said, maybe we should do a podcast. Fitz pulls out a piece of paper or on your phone. I don't know. And we wrote a whole bunch of list of topics. And we've gone through every one of them. I think we've actually gone through every one of those topics on our show, (laughs) which is great. It's a great feeling that you've actually done it all. So that's it. 2016, because I think Weatherford was at the beginning of the year, right? February? It was cold. 16, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. it was very cold that year. So in May is when we we released it.
1: So it's basically what happens when you're on a long road trip and you're (laughs) bored.
0: All sorts of ideas (laughs) come to fruition (laughs) at that point. Just think what would have happened (laughs) if we were drinking a lot at the (laughs) (laughs) Weatherford Tommy and we sat at a table and wrote out notes.
2: So it's either that or (laughs) perpetual energy. I got an idea. I got to ask, it and, and you know, uh, with the AMA podcast, we're still. Very early in its infancy. So, by the way, congratulations! Thank you very. I appreciate that. Yeah. And
1: we're real jealous of your audio equipment. Oh, of
2: <laughs> if you I, ever don't want it. Just give it to us. Next, you can
1: dip into some funds. We just dip into the our. The next wallets. time
2: you come to Muncie, I want you to come in, and I will show you what we're recording on. It's not that cool.
0: <laughs> we we had headsets like these our first time. We were gaming headsets. The, the audio
2: was extremely
1: questionable. Oh yeah, our first few podcasts <laughs> were were the audio was noisy. <laughs> well, was. Well, I want to talk about
2: some of those early podcasts with you guys, like, I, I, there's obviously growing pains uh, with any type of new media show like that, uh, especially when it's the first time you guys have been involved in anything like that. So talk about what some of those um, those early growing pains were for you guys and how you were able to kind of overcome them, because, I mean, the uh, stuff you're doing now sounds, sounds great from a technical standpoint, too. Thank you. Uh, so you've obviously been able to get past some of that. It's not so much gaming mics anymore. No, no. we No, I think yeah. we
1: started with somebody had a gaming I think Terry had both a gaming us, mic. We, both of us yeah. had gaming mics. I don't think I've ever had a gaming Maybe <laughs> I, the first one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we don't, uh, that's just t- TMI. TMI. It was just, let's just say it sounded very bad. I think
1: there's, there's two facets, I believe, were the issues. A, technical. Getting the right software. We, uh, we changed how we did it. The first one was really primitive. I think we just used Skype. I think we just recorded right off. Recorded of Skype. through Skype. Yeah. Yep. Instead of now we have separate recordings. We use more, uh, much better software for that. We use uh, good editing software, and then we have better mics now. Uh, that uh, pop filters. It if was necessary, night, That kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, we all use yeah. pop filters now. Yeah. Uh, and just getting it all, getting the website set up, getting all the RSS feeds set up. It was a big learning curve for all, for all of us, all three of us, even yeah. though we had different. Different strengths and weaknesses in, in a lot of dealing with the web based stuff. I know that the, the back end of the website, there's a lot good that goes on. And so I think we discovered early on that it was good to have our own uh, responsibilities. Mm-hmm. So each time we, produce a podcast, each, has, each of us has our, our own job, so to I speak. like that, yeah. And so we, we divvy it up and says, okay, Lee has to do this, Terry has to do this, I have to do that. And when he slacks off, I let him know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes I slack off.
0: Um, he, he's been busy at, at NASA and, that, and that's another aspect is some people ask about doing a podcast. We, we lost, oh, I wouldn't say we didn't lose, we, we lost a couple of podcast hosts from RC After Hours because life got in the way. Yeah, And that's, that's a huge hurdle. Yep. And we have been terribly, terribly lucky in that all of us could get together every other Friday because he got every other Friday off. Terry was a freelancer, and I was freelance, too. Right. So we could always get together Friday mornings and do it. So things have been gotten busy, especially with your projects in NASA. So like I might take some of his load off of him, and we're trying to work other days. And events like this are great because this is our podcast.
2: Yeah, absolutely. You know, this is
0: like, this is heaven. This is like where we'd want to do every show. It's like, send us to a, an event and let us just record from there.
2: Uh, yeah, it's one of the great things for me because uh, I, I get to walk around here and, and uh, you know, all the the who's who of Model Aviation oh are God. walking around in here and it's like, hey, can I, can I bother you for uh, 20, 30 minutes to come be on my podcast? And it, the opportunity to talk with some of these people that – you wouldn't have otherwise. Yeah. So, well, yeah. I was
0: gonna say, I, Mason came in here and he walked away, I'm gonna harass him now for walking away. And then Chris Chris <laughs> Wolves over there, we're definitely, gonna, we're gonna do this show again on Sunday. And I'm gonna jump and we yes. will come back. We're gonna do this show again on Sunday, but we're gonna do our actual podcast. Right. And, and that'll we're gonna bring a lot of people up here. Like you just said, the people that are amazing out there who are in this hobby and do amazing things, and we're just not worthy. So we, <laughs> it's really gonna be their yes. show, and we're yeah. just there to like put the mic in their face. You, you know yeah. what,
2: that's the the thing that I love most about doing this show is being able to let the guest just kind of, man, you just tell your story. I'll get out of yes. your way. Yes. Because there's so many good stories. Yeah, everybody has
1: a great story. I it's
0: it. like Tony Accurso. I, I hope he comes here. I've been picking on him, but it's like I, you know, we have a I love our show because I love my friendship with my guys, but we do we all have a special gift in some feel or aspect of the, doing the show. And mine seems to be getting you know joked on. <laughs> and, and so you, in, in the beginning of every show, there's usually some kind of blurb or joke about the show. It's usually about me. But like Tony Accurso, you know, was making fun of me. And it was like, it's just, you know, that's how we treat Lee <laughs> on the show. And it's just funny because I, I like how people who have heard our show know how things run. They go for, you know, fits for the wild and crazy aircraft. They go for Terry for information, like, you know, historical stuff, because he usually can do that. And they just attack me because I don't yeah. know any better. <laughs> 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 but, I have, but I love this hobby so much,
2: nothing can get me down. You know, I, I, I can't. I can't disagree with that. There's just there's something about. Look, we're we're all three. You know, older ages. I'm not a kid anymore. None of us are. Oh, yeah. But we get to go out, and our hobby is to play around with toys. <laughs> they really. I mean, really. That's yeah. how I always look at it. And when I think about it in that way, you know, if I crash I crash an airplane, which I do often.
0: It's a story. It's, I mean, I'm telling it's you, it's going in your podcast. It's a story. It's a story,
2: <laughs> and it's an opportunity to, you know, learn a little something about what, you know, what did I do wrong? How can I fix it? Uh, you know, okay. all, all of those types of things. There's so many opportunities. It's, there's, it, there's so hard to be negative about this hobby. You're right.
0: Um, I mean, after the crash, well, you know, like when purple rain happened, you can <laughs> be, there's, a, there's a joke behind that. But, you know, I, I was very sad for my crash. I, I told people, give me five minutes. I'm going to need to be time
2: to myself. And then I can <laughs> laugh about it. I'm laughing about it now, you know. But yes, you, do was, need a lo- you do need that cool off time. I of your, lost I a good imagine.
0: plane a couple of weeks ago. A very, very awesome plane that a friend built me. And it was awesome. And I mean, I'm saying awesome, but I don't have enough thesaurus to, to change it. But uh-huh. he just built this incredible version of a plane I built called the Thunder and Lightning. It's a foamy original scratch build of mine. He supersized it to I don't know 90, <laughs> 90 inches. And then we had a we had a midair and it came down in piece, And that's why I call it purple ray. It came down oh. in pink foam. But uh, I <laughs> digress. Right. Going back to the podcast. See that's my job too. I also get us way off, <laughs> off track. You were talking about hurdles Squirrel. on podcast and I wanted to mention that something it's a it's about us and, and stuff you guys you're already doing is uh, you know, the podcast is great. Most of our listeners are those who are driving somewhere, like maybe the L.A. Yeah. <laughs> drivers. We have a lot of people who <laughs> yeah. tell us the that LA they traffic. listen to yeah, our show when, to when they're driving, when they're working in their workshop. Keith Sparks is, you know, our good close friend of ours. always listens to our show in the, uh, in the workshop, and he says it helps him work. And we are going to continue to do those audio podcasts because we know people like to listen into okay. it. But you know as as well as everybody else, the the new the future, the direction is video. Yeah. Uh, a very difficult task that we have to get over. You have an in studio. You can sit down and people. We're in three you know, different locations. Right. And so we we had a Google chat uh, video option through YouTube. Yep. Google what was it called? Google, Google Hangouts? Google Hangouts, thank you. Yeah. And it was great until they, they shut that down, didn't shut they shut it down. There you go, you're on top. Yeah. So we enjoyed that doing our little YouTube live videos, but now we're gonna to have to look for another source. And that's where you start talking about how much money do you wanna to invest to, to make these videos right. if, you're not, if you don't have sponsors, if you don't have people you know, giving you money or Patreon, uh, but we've, dis- we've discussed this back and forth. That if we go this direction with money and businesses, there are things we may have to change. But if we continue doing it for fun, we just keep doing it until you know, it becomes too difficult. I right mean, now, we love this in the middle. <laughs> yeah,
2: and, and the thing is, I think there's always going to be a, uh, a marketplace for an audio-only podcast that's giving you the kinds of information that you guys are able to provide. And um, you know, I, I, Personally, I don't like to watch my podcasts. I like to listen to them. So, I, I I hate to use myself because I'm a terrible test subject for anything, but at the same time, I think there are still a lot of people that are like that. So,
0: well, I told Terry the other day. I didn't get to, I didn't get to share this with Fitz. Pet, pet. Fitz uh-uh. is Fitz is distracted. He's looking at that plane flying over there. <laughs> He's an <like>, airplane <laughs> flying. Plane. <laughs> uh, Were you saying something? <laughs> it's, it's, it's a typical show. Uh, <laughs> I was, I, was on a, I was on a trip, I pulled up our podcast, I was listening to an old, I actually just randomly picked a number between one and 95 and listened to an old episode. I was just like, it was so much fun to go listen back to my friends. Yeah. And I, so I was almost like, one of the things I should share on our podcast is that you need to go hang out with your friends, like from an RC event or something and hit record. Someone grab their phone, someone buy an MP3 record and just record sit down conversations because those are historical fun memories. And I love that I get to go back and hear us banter and it's great. I mean, it, it's about the
2: hobby. So it, it's so funny you say that because um, so Mark Benson, who's our uh, uh, creative media director, he uh, he's he's the one that kind of you know pushed us into, you know, let's do a podcast. I think there could be some good stuff out there. And, and that's something he always says is he'll get done talking to a member or, you know, an AVP or somebody and he'll and immediately he'll look over and say, that could have been a podcast. Like, I, yeah. Because everybody yeah. has yeah. a story. Well, we do that,
0: too. We're walking around. It's like, this, we should be recording right now. Yeah. <laughs> and, and pull out the iPhone. Who cares how
2: bad it sounds? Like, well, get this on tape.
1: Well, I, I think it was a good idea for you guys to do that. Because as the AMA, you can really reach out to the members. Yeah. And really kind of update them on the goings-ons at the AMA. And bring in some really interesting guests and, 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 and from the industry and, and that kind of stuff. So yeah. I think it's and, a good outreach.
0: We, you, we had mentioned it earlier. There are tons of podcasts out there. And we're not fighting another podcast. No. We are, we are doing our own thing. Some people like us. Some people care for us. And we understand that. But your podcast is, I mean, <laughs> it looks more formal. You sure. Know? And so if people are going to, like, tune in to, like, this is an interview with so-and-so. What is that uh, show? We, were, we, we had made fun of it before on NPR. Um, all things considered. All things considered, oh, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're more like this. We're all like one of the all things considered. Yeah, who's what is the wait to. wait don't tell me. Right. <laughs> so yeah. so well, there is there is a need to have the humor and to have the sit downs. I and, think you know, we're more
1: like the the, the auto guys, yeah. the Tapu Brothers, Yeah, Car Talk, yeah. Car Talk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: So we didn't call it Plain Talk. We figured that would be you know trademarked right out of the bat.
2: We believe it or not, we we toyed around with the, the idea of calling it that. Talk- I, I, it wasn't my idea and I tried to veto it as quickly as possible but <laughs> it did get tossed around. Well and, and you know
0: and talking about building our podcast I think we came up with the name pretty well because we, we came up with the idea of what do we do we're just sitting there we're talking we're in a chat and I think I mentioned roundtable and we just like we're just sitting there so we made the prop design with three chairs so Which that's what the logo is, and and that's it's always worked out and you know even when there's just two of us you know, on the show, like when one of us is traveling, I feel like it still flows. And I love it when we're able to get a guest to fill yeah. that other seat. And we've had some hosts that have really surprised the heck out of us. Funnier than you thought they would be, you know, and able to tell you amazing stories. And I'm usually we're like, yeah. Go, what?
2: <laughs> I mean, yeah. t- tell me a little bit about that, about what your guys' process is to... Um not only think you know figure out what kind of topics you want to cover on each individual show but you know when does it make sense or, or if there is a topic for an individual show <laughs> depends but on uh, the show. you know when when you think it makes sense to get a guest to come on or when you want it to just be the three of you but we record in five minutes what do you got <laughs> <laughs> that has
1: happened more often than not oh i believe it i believe but, uh, it
2: uh, we, we try to have
1: a balance we, we don 't want it to be a guest driven show, but we do appreciate the the variety a guest brings to the show yeah. uh, and we We look at people we know we 've been in a hobby for so long we do know personally know a lot of the guests before they came on we either knew of them or knew them personally uh, and then or we see people that looked interesting we we 've cold called a few uh, people um, the the guy who did the for example the uh, uh, the documentary on model airplanes oh, that's yeah, 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 on yeah. Amazon. That yeah. was a cold call. We oh. didn't know him at all. We just saw that and said, well, that's interesting. We did a little sleuthing to find out who he was, yep. where he was, and sent him an email, and he came on and turned out to be a really good guest. You know, just
2: I, that's actually been one of the surprising things to me is how how many people are totally willing to do it. I thought I would get people left and right saying, oh, yeah, no thanks, I'm, I'm good. But I, I've been amazed. Like almost everybody I've contacted has been like, yeah, sure, that sounds great, let's do yeah, it. Yeah,
1: it's funny how a lot of them will, will, be, will, like, will agree to do it, but they're apprehensive. They're like, I don't know, I don't, you know, they'll think, they'll flub their lines, so to speak, or yeah, they won't be come off as really good. And almost always they come out very well, after a few minutes, they've loosened up. We try to have a really lighthearted conversation. We're yeah. not, this is not interrogating witnesses for uh, the, <laughs> finding out where the terrorists are. We just have a good time. And, and honestly, and that's up. what
2: I try to tell people is like, guys, we're just going to have a conversation. This yeah, is, yeah. And, and look, if, we, if you say something, you're like, oh, I shouldn't have said that or I said I said this, and it should have been that. <laughs> hey, just tell me we'll we'll go back, we'll re record that yeah, part. Yeah, yeah. To the magic of cut it out. It's not yeah. a big deal. Like, <laughs> Live is
0: different, but yes, recorded, pre recorded, yeah. no problems. We, and we and I was saying we had uh, was it, I, it may have been Dan Cray, who was telling us a story. He says, "Oh, I, we can't tell people that." <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> he goes, "But I'll tell you the story, but just don't put that in there." So it's, it's kind of neat to to do stuff like that. Yeah, Dan. That. Hopefully, uh,
1: Dan will be here this weekend. Dan will be Dan, here. It was yeah. a great yep. conversation. Uh, I
0: wanted to mention uh, this is kind of nice because talking about being in both chairs. Uh, All Things That Fly, podcasts that are no longer with us. But they had called me, cold call, because of my thunder and lightning thread on RC Groups that was really doing really well. And he teamed me up with a foam supplier. And so we were just talking about Foam, how do you decide which foam you use? And, you know, it was really neat. It was just a, I mean, I didn't know what to take from it, but he was, like you you were saying, you just sit down and say, let's just start talking. And it was just a normal conversation. And I think that's what's great is that I sometimes think without having that microphone in someone's face, you get a natural response, like they're sitting back, probably drinking a brewski, and then and, and having fun with it. And then they relax, kind of forget yeah. they're being recorded. <laughs> Until the part we say, did you hit stop? Did you save your file? <laughs> now you need to send it to us. I, I have
2: to ask this question along those lines. Have you ever had a situation, uh, because this has certainly never happened to me, <laughs> in sarcasm, um, where you've recorded a show maybe an interview with somebody, and it didn't record, or <laughs> it... Uh, I'm
0: knocking on wood right here. We had, as far as I know, you can correct me, one. We had one. We've had, had one. Yes. And, and the good news is, because this guy's smart, Terry and I only record each other's, our own audio. Yep. But he's the kind of the host for Skype, and so he records his audio and Skype. Yep. And so that way, our backup is Skype. There you go. So if you are going to do a show...
2: That's your backup. Backups are very, very important. Yes.
0: Uh, (laughs) I'm sorry. Am I patting on the back because you (laughs) had to share a story with us? It it hurts
2: too close. So uh, this was our second episode, our second episode of the show. We had uh, Joe Scully from uh, Multi GP, um, super nice guy. And he called in and, and we got him on or we got him through Skype and we recorded an episode. And it was great. It was a great episode. It was like an hour and a half. It was fantastic. <laughs> you probably high fived yourself afterwards. I did. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's Miller time. Right. Uh, Dylan Carpenter was my co-host for that episode, and we it was just a, we got done. We were like, man, that was great. And you know, we went off to lunch or did something, you know, at the, at the office. And I came back. I was like, cool. I'm gonna start pulling that in and start cutting it together and everything. And I, I pull it in, and I hear me talking and asking questions. I hear Dylan talking and asking questions, but I don't hear Joe. And I said, uh, oh, boy. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. <laughs> and uh, I did, looked at, looked all through the settings and found out, figured out why it didn't record, but that it didn't record. Oh. Oh, so man. So. Did you, did
0: you call myself Okay, It was a great. Uh, I did. So, so I, I did. I sent, <laughs> this time I, for real. <laughs> I sent
2: Joe a message, and I said, look, Joe. Because, you know, I, look, I'm a video. Pro- I've been a video producer for, for 20 years. And. Um, or close to it anyway and you always get the one guy at like the wedding or at the event like this that they say did, did you put the memory card in or <laughs> and it's like stop making that joke it ain't funny and then this happens you're like oh it, it ain't funny, funny. <laughs> it's still not but, funny." But, but so yeah I, I got a hold of joe again and and said happens, uh, yeah. joe i'm really sorry we screwed up had to swallow my pride a little bit, but he was super gracious and and said, "Yeah, dude, we'll do it again. It's not a big deal." And I actually think the second interview, which ended up being the one we released, was better than the first. Yeah. So
0: well, you know, it worked out. <laughs> I think it, like I would, f- it probably crush me to to like do an interview with someone and have that error, and then them say, "You know what? I really don't want to do it again," because then oh, you go, man. "Oh, they didn't have fun."
1: But no, I think actually now you're reminding me, we did have another one that that happened where um, the person we had on. Didn't have uh, facilities to record his audio himself, so we used a Skype yeah. to record uh, his audio. And something happened, and Skype didn't record his audio; it only recorded one side. Yeah, and it, it's like the first time it ever happened. For some reason, sometimes Skype gets sometimes, updated. There's a, there's a Skype monster happen. in there that there decided just to take over. The only saving grace was it was a really short interview; it wasn't a full show. It was like a ten-minute thing that we had. We just wanted a quick update on yeah. some products or something like that. Yeah. And so we were able to summarize what it was, but we felt real bad that we couldn't put them on because the audio just didn't record. Right. You know? So oh. it happens. Well,
2: I think the, the, uh, the takeaway is for all the people listening at home is we all make mistakes. If you start your own podcast, you're going to make one, two, yeah. eventually. be prepared. Well, Try our to mistakes to. are
0: right there in one, two, and three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, it, yeah. It's hard to listen to one. <laughs> and you're surprised people came back for two. Yeah, <laughs> there was, there was yeah, a but, You know, and we we've been uh, we've been putting our numbers together, and mm-hmm. and, and it, obviously I'd, I wish it was a lot more, but we probably have about 1,800 to 2,000 loyal listeners. That's awesome. People who actually download the podcast and listen to it. Uh, those who listen from the website are are what is called, and you might know this. I don't know if you've done your podcast up. Are are 206 listeners where the files downloaded but didn't stop before it completely downloads. Uh-huh. So anything that someone plays on the website, they get to the end, they hit stop. It's not a full download, so it's a 206. So when you look at our lot, you know we got about 800 people who subscribe and download and then we have like 2000 of the 206s. So and then, and sometimes that doesn't include people who come back later on. We're just looking per month. Right. But that's a good feeling. It's good to, you know, we, we just did it for fun. Yeah. And as I told you, I'd still do it even if we had only five listeners. Yeah. But it's fun because some of the listeners, you, they love harassing us, and we just take it. Because they'll <laughs> tell us we did something wrong or we said something. And I love it when we say something wrong. Right. We did <laughs> a model wrong. Boy, yeah, they, we've been corrected they, a few times. <laughs> they just love to let you know when you're wrong. <laughs> but it's fun. I mean, and you know what? It's great. It's interaction. And we, we kind of wish we had more people pulling up on our Facebook page. In fact, that's that's I mean, we're going to go into some business here, but you've got a website, you've got a Facebook page. We have a website, we have a Facebook page. But we've run into people who don't like to go to Facebook. Yep. And yep. the internet's crazy for me and I was like, how do we reach those people that we know would enjoy the show that may have input? And so we're still looking for that. I mean, that's the as as a podcast type training situation, we don't have that answer. But we sure would like to find it. I mean, coming to this is great. I know we don't have a lot of people here, <laughs> and but we're recording this episode because this we kind of knew that coming. Yeah, out. sure. We we knew that this was not going to draw a lot of people right now, but this would be a this is a good podcast. Absolutely, this is a great podcast, and people are going to listen if they can't sit in the chair.
2: You know, it, it's it's interesting because you know I was talking to somebody uh, just before I came on stage about you know you know, what our listenership looks like and and how do we anticipate, you know, growing that audience a little bit. And it's like, you know, I think the biggest thing for me is consistency, is, you know, you, every every single Monday we're going to release an episode, and it may not be an episode that you're interested in, but it might be something that someone else is interested in, but next week might be something you're interested in not the other person. So, you know, and especially being, you know, the AMA, you know, we kind of have... You, I don't want to say an obligation, because that makes it feel a little negative, but but I certainly feel um, a responsibility, I think, to try to cover as many of these different uh, demographics and, and different disciplines as I, can, as I can, because our membership is so diverse, and, um, you know, it's one of those things that's going to take a little time for, you know, for us, and I think consistency is the key. I'm sure you guys have probably found that as well. Well, as a non AMA
0: employee, as someone who's a member, yep. you're using my money to, to do good things, I am telling you, thank you for making a podcast. I appreciate that. I do. I appreciate one that. One complaint that we've had, and this is an open conversation. Sure. I, I love the AMA, but we've also had the love-hate relationship where this whole FAA thing, people got knee-jerk reaction. Yeah. I'm, I'm raising my hand on that. And have been frustrated because there are things you guys know, we don't know, but you can't tell us, we're demanding it. You know, it's this back and forth. You know, we were complaining at one time that there wasn't enough communication. You have just filled that spot.
2: Well, I appreciate that. That certainly was a goal for us. You know, the the thing, you know, we mentioned earlier that our show's a little more formal, and um, I... I kind of was like, well, thank you, but I also wince a little bit because I want the po- our podcast to be a little less formal than what our the the we other just things did that. we do. If this is we a podcast did for you, that is we exactly just, we, we just move things around. We just we yet. just tore down the fourth <laughs> wall, I think. But, um, but yeah, absolutely, and uh, you know, being able to have candid discussions with um, you know our government affairs director and, and and you know our folks on our executive council, and we we just recorded um, uh, just a couple of hours ago, and uh, by the time they hear this. They'll probably have already, uh, we've probably already released this episode, but um, wow, we talked fast. to the the executive director <laughs> of the UAS integration office uh, really? today oh. um, and was a really good conversation and a very candid one and, a, and one that, you know, you can sit and listen to and say, okay, I've got a, a, a face with the name now and I know who we're talking about and and... You know what? They don't seem like they're bad guys. And, and it's, it's really important, in my mind, to tear down some of those walls and let people see, you know, peek inside the curtain, I guess, for lack of a better word. I don't know. It, it,
0: it's it been frustrating for everybody. And, again, as a, an AMA member, not an employee. Yeah. And although we do a podcast and you're doing the podcast now, it's like, okay... It's 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 difficult when you're not on both sides, right? You know when you see it both ways. But I'm very excited for you. I, I wish you well, luck. Thank you very much. And so, I'm, and I'm you're able to get out the information that people are demanding. Yes. And and also make it fun like you're hoping. <laughs> uh, you, you know what? Personally,
2: I've been having a blast so far. Um, I I'd certainly you know when we talked about do, starting the podcast it was like. Well, I've never done a podcast, but sure, how, you know, like, we'll give it a shot. Why not? And and I've just had a blast. I've had a blast talking to people, talking to guys like you, talking to, you know, uh, we uh, the one of the, I think the first episode we did was about the uh, Tournament of Champions reunion, and we were talking about that, and we got to go to the event and, and talk to those guys. It was just it was it's so fun to talk to everybody and hear their stories, hear how model aviation has affected their lives because. It's if anybody in the hobby right now, model aviation has affected them in some way. Yeah. And, and I'd love to hear from you guys, if, if you can pinpoint, like, how, how has model aviation ultimately affected you in, in, in any, kind of, any kind of substantial way? Uh, for
1: me, very clearly, it's fostered, uh, besides the love of aviation... A love of science, love of history, a love of engineering. Yeah. I, went, I went into engineering pretty much as a direct result of filling with model airplanes, uh, reading uh, and working with my hands, building things yeah uh, so it's really such a uh, symbiotic relationship with everything I like and do keeps them out of trouble. you know my friends are off making trouble and Doing things that they shouldn't be doing. <laughs> I was at home building a you know, band power model. There you go, in, in the basement.): <laughs> well,
0: Lee, what about you? Uh, I, I usually tell these guys, I'm the emotional one of the group. I'm the one who'll cry. I get choked up when I talk about my dad. I mean, I do. It's hard not to, to wish my dad was not with me. Or wish my dad was with me. I'll use uh, what's the proper English. I'm also terrible in, in English. I knew where you he were He can't going pronounce that. words. I just can't get him <laughs> in order. But uh, the English? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just a side note. We love when Fitz can't pronounce certain words in the show. That's one of our favorite <laughs> I jokes. That is awesome. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he likes to say things differently. Like the. You know. Anyway, uh, yeah, but my mouth my, outruns my brain. <laughs> is what happens. <laughs> so if, you, if you tune in our show, we often you know tease each other. Uh, but I am. I, I get real. I get real uh, emotional. About it because every time I'm in the hobby, I think about my dad. Yeah. And it's my tie back to my dad, and I love this hobby. Whether even though I am flying airplanes and so forth, some of my fondest memories have been flying with my dad. But now I see it in my son's eyes. Yeah. And that's, it, I have achieved some goals that I wanted as a child. I want to be a dad. I want to have kids. I hope they fly model airplanes. And I got it. I mean, and, that, and that's, oh, oh, and by the way, my wife. I'm married to a wonderful wife who accepts let's my not, hobby. Let's not exclude Who that. gives me children <laughs> to enjoy the hobby. I got to tell you, I mean, we we who was uh, Chris Wolf was talking about his wife. He met her at a at an expo. But I mean, every time I we, 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 ever since I left my parents' house, I've had an apartment with two bedrooms, one for me and one for my hobby. <laughs> and so I've always had to have that room. It's like there, there's a great uh, little meme on on, on the internet, uh, it's, uh, what's the name of that book? Uh, that really naughty little book about, and the guy goes, you want to see my, my, my room, my oh, room, my pleasure room. My pleasure room, yeah. and then there's, there's oh, a picture yeah. of his hobby room. Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, they have to <laughs> help see My pleasure that room. Is, like, that that mean the is is fantastic. You know, if Terry was yeah. here, he would have been able to. Uh, but anyway, it's like, that's it. I said, I'm going to show you something, if you stick around but I showed her my model room, and she's like, you, this is what you do? I said, yeah, she goes, okay. I was like, oh my God, thank God. Yeah, so, as a keeper. So, full yeah. so, uh, circle love my family, love that my kids love the hobby. I love it that they get upset when I do, when I hear about the FAA regulations and stuff and how it hurts me because I'm a big advocate about it. I mean, I, I, will, I told these guys, I'm gonna march to DC. If you guys put together a team, I will go there. I will sell stuff to make that trip. I will fight for this hobby because it shouldn't be ceased because of a few people who are scared. There's just too much fun, too much passion, and people like me who, who need it to cling on to their family, to their life, don't it's, take it away.
2: You know, I kind of I joked about, you know, we, we're we flying, we're going around playing with toys, like that's what we do, but, you know, it really is more than that, and I think what you just said it, it really kind of puts a very fine point on that, that it is more than just playing with toys. It's It's a way to bond with your family and and have these memories that last an entire lifetime and then some. So,
0: well, this guy right here and a guy I can't tap his leg over there because he's still on a plane or he's here. (laughs) I I have two good friends in this hobby because we met at an event and we've been friends ever since. And the best part is I don't know the date we became friends, but I'll never think we'll we'll
2: never stop being friends. Yeah. Well, guys, I can't thank you enough for coming up and talking to us up here and uh, I've had a blast. Uh, same here. I, I can't wait to to see your guys's uh, main stage show on Sunday. Uh, at what time? Yep, they, they told us there'll be no math. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, while we're while we're here, I've got the program here, so I will pull
0: it up. Sometime <laughs> between
1: eleven and three. Uh. No, is it eleven o'clock? <laughs> well, that's a that's a same thing.
0: I think event. it is no. eleven. I take it back. No, it's ten o'clock on oh, this 10. program. 10, okay. ten
2: o'clock here yeah, on the main I was stage on no, Sunday.
0: We'll have the uh, the burlesque girls as well, <laughs> 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 the ABA Dancers on main stage. Uh, well, hopefully, and, and of course, we had to get the other guys up early. We're going to hopefully have three or four of those great people in this in this yeah. uh, expo. Yeah, additional guests chatting and, with yeah. us, and you know, we, we'll put our feet up and we'll we're going to let them run the show. But that's the, yes. that's the other part of it. We'll like stir something like you are, yep. ask a question, and then let the fun begin. Yes, and our third amigo will be oh, here as Terry. well. Oh, and Terry. Well, you know what I. Terry, I'm sorry you couldn't make it today.
2: I, I am super bummed that he's not uh, here, yeah. but you know what? We had a blast, so that's <laughs> yes, yeah, all yeah, really important to, anyway. <laughs> yeah, it, it happens. Th- th- <laughs> but, thanks so much uh, for giving us the time up yeah, here. It been great,
1: great talking to you and telling us our stories and things like that. And we're here. We're here through the weekend, guys. Well, yeah, again, thank you guys so much for coming, and
2: we'll see you guys on Sunday. All right. All right. Cool. I'm going to go caress that Oscar over there.